Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Is this thing going, man? Welcome to the Dirt Dog Show. What's up, man? I am your host today, Dirt Dog. You know, we got a big, big show for you tonight, and we're going to have some fun. Don't forget, you can hit us up and follow us on all, all streaming networks. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. You subscribe. You can check out the show. Of course, we're on Facebook Live right now doing our thing, and all social media outlets is at Dirt Dog Show, at Dirt Dog Show. You can follow and do it live. Tonight, we got a great, great, great show for you. We got a special guest in the building I'm going to introduce in just a second. And you know what? We're going to be talking about fashion tonight. We got emails. We got entertainment news. A lot of stories coming up. And of course, you can post your comments. Go to the page, Dirt Dog Show on Facebook. Post your comments. We'll get those on for you as well. We got my boy, the super producer. We got Drizzy Drizzy Dre in the building. What's up, Dre? He's hanging out with us right now. Of course, he pops in when he wants to and pops out when he does. But it's all good. You can also hit us up on the email, dirtdog at with info at dirtdogshow.com. Let me get that right. I'm so excited. So let's go ahead and get this thing started. The topic of today, we talked about fashion because I guess is a fashion designer, fashion icon, fashion entrepreneur. We're gonna talk about what is your worst fashion mistake you made and, and tell us a little bit about the story that would happen with that, right? Fashion mistakes. I am a fashion forward person. And I've made a lot of mistakes in fashion. Matter of fact, I got some pictures we might show in a little bit. But let me tell you about <laughs> when we got on the show today. This is my homegirl. I've known her. She's family to me since 2015. We've been in business together. I bought her books and everything like that. Let me tell you a little bit about Toya Marquise, all right? It's Patch Party Club. She hooked this jacket up. She's doing it for the culture. You know what I'm saying? I got all my patches on here. She's done work with celebrities. She does work with everybody, and she actually does custom jackets, custom apparel. She's done it for the culture. She's also an accomplished author. Her daughter is an accomplished award-winning author. She also takes trips over to China, takes trips to China, and takes other entrepreneurs out there to get them hooked up with the warehouse. and get. She's the plug, pretty much. She's on Alibaba.com. She's won all kinds of awards, and she took time out tonight while she's in a shot town with her own business. She came to hang out with us. Y'all make some noise and give it up for our guest, Toya Marquis. Yeah. <laughs> Toya, what's up, girl? How you doing? Hey, that was a good intro. <laughs> hey, man. I'm out of breath. Breath. Breath of the F. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, how y'all? So first and foremost, man, I always do this, man. Give you a rose just while you're here. You Thank know what I'm saying? You. Because I'm telling you right now, I've known you for uh, 2015, man. We'll be going on 10 years soon, but very close uh -huh. to that. You're like a family member of my mother. You work with a yeah. lot of people. Um, we're going to name drop a little bit later, but you've been uh -huh. in the entrepreneur game for a very long time. And I want to start, uh -huh. uh, as we introduced you, let's just start from the beginning. Let, let me know, how did you just decide this is what I'm going to do and decide to be an entrepreneur? How did it work out like oh that? So for me, I think it was born in me, right? I started off um, as a kid. I always had a desire to hustle, right? And so in 2000 and, um, 2006, I opened my first uh, boutique, which was called Opulent Trends Boutique here in okay. Chicago. Mm -hmm. And um, after the economic headwinds happened with the mortgage crisis and everything in 2009, I ended up closing the boutique. So after oh, I closed the boutique, yeah, after I closed the boutique, I ended up getting me an office because I just still wanted to, you know, I didn't want to just be at home doing nothing. So I still wanted to have a place that I would go to to conduct my business. And so I, um, me and some friends of mine, we formed a non-profit organization called the Glare Club, where we mentor youth. 
um, mm -hmm. in the Chicago mm -hmm. area. And yeah. after that, yeah. I decided that we started a, a cosmetics line. We did a bunch of stuff. Um, then I got into doing t-shirts. And so I noticed that the t-shirt industry was kind of oversaturated. So we started going to China. And when we were there in China, I started seeing patches. Um, right. This was about right. 13 years ago. Well, we started going to China 13 years ago. But I would say around 2015, around the time that I met you, we had, um, while going to China, we started seeing patches all over the place. And the patches that I was seeing didn't represent us. I didn't see anything for the culture. I didn't see anything that looked like me uh, with the quotes or anything that was, uh, you know, that I could relate to. So right. I decided right. to start creating my own patches at that time. And once I did, they kind of took on legs of their own. And now you see them everywhere. Oh, man, that's what's up. what's up. I know, like, you did this jacket that I got on. I hit you up and I said, look, I'm ready to do this. And yeah. so... When you first started doing the patches, how was the reception and how did you get hooked up with all the celebrities wanting the patches and things like that? Tell us how that journey went. Okay. So when I first, the first patch that I did, it was a patch called Queenie. And it was something like, it wasn't in the market. So I was kind of like worried that people wouldn't take to it. But it seemed like once I put it out there, because it was such um, one of those things that people hadn't seen, they gravitated to it. And people started saying, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you make a patch with this on it? And so I just started going patch crazy, creating patches with quotes, things that I wanted to say, keeping my ear in the streets, uh, putting the hottest images on on um, on fabric. <laughs> and so, like I said, it just took on legs of its own. As far as getting hooked up with the celebrities, um, your mom, she actually was someone that helped me a, a, a big deal with that. You know, she has the background with all of Escape. So those were in Tamar uh jasmine your sister so those were some of the yeah. first people yeah. that i um got the uh, items in their hands and it was through your mom so i really oh man so that was, that was, that was connect. That was connect so that's super dope yeah, i see recent on um, videos with like you know Taj, Ms. wv has yeah. there anybody that you work with that you was kind of like wow i can't believe i got to this point or does it feel like that every time you do something for somebody uh, I think it feels it feels like that every time because see a lot of the people who I have done things for I've mm -hmm. admired for years like right, Escape right, right. they've always been like one of my favorite girl groups SWV my favorite right. girl groups right mm -hmm. so yeah it's like that every time Fantasia one of my most favorite singers yeah oh, so yeah, to see them in something that you make is like amazing now I heard that you was in a girl group too can you tell us a little bit about that when you were like in a girl group back in the day or you want to let you don't want to get into that. Yeah, I mean, I was. Um, we started out at like whew, 13 to 14. Um, and we were together for about 16 years. We traveled. We um, sang backgrounds for the Shy Lights. We toured a whole lot. Um, met with a lot of record labels and all of that. And so, yeah, that was a long journey. That probably was the thing that kind of really pushed me more into entrepreneurship once that, you know, um, once the group you just, broke you just up, felt like I ain't going to no, I ain't going to nobody's office. Is what you felt like, right? That was it. I, I was still working. I was still working the hustle <laughs> at the same time. But yeah, I didn't want that to be my end all. You know what I'm saying? The, the end. So, so yeah. as as a you know, so I'm gonna switch, switch the gears a little bit because we gonna start to talk about your family and everything that you're doing. Uh, mm -hmm. I remember when I first heard about your daughter uh, being a award winning author. Tell us a little bit about that because she started writing books like in elementary school. Yeah. So she was six. Um, my daughter, her name is Lanaya Bailey. She's a three-time award-winning international author. Wow. Um, she was, yeah, she was dealing with bullying at the age of six. Wow. Six okay. years old, dealing with bullying about her right. weight. 
And so as a way to help her like deal with cope with the bullying and to kind of make it therapeutic, um, I asked her, did she want to write a book? She told me yes. So we sat down, came up with the idea, we fleshed everything out, we got an editor, we got an illustrator, and we put it together. And uh, once we put it together, it kind of like just flew. You know, at that time, um, the President Obama had an anti-bullying initiative going on. So they kind of put them in alignment with each other. And so it was a big thing. You know what? I got to start for the cause because uh, my mom just jumped in the comments. And she just hit you up. She said, look, she want to hear you sing. You going to sing a little something? She just jumped in the uh -uh. comments. She put, you, she put you on blast. That's my mom right there. My mom checked in. She put you on blast. And you know we got to get somebody else to do it. So get back to that. So what what the name of the two books that your that your daughter wrote? Um, not that because I wanna be was the first one. Okay. And then she did an educational coloring book was Stand Up Bully Busters Coming to Town. That's super dope. That's super dope. And you know, matter of fact. I'm thinking about that because, you know, with the, uh, the hip hop industry, I just saw a documentary talking about body shaming and things like that. And mm -hmm. I just recently saw she she went to the prom. She's looking fabulous. Yeah, thank you. And that goes to my next question, because how do you balance that? Because being an entrepreneur is 24-7. You're traveling oh, a lot. You're a wife. You're a mother. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure you're a, a good friend of people. You're an employer. Yeah. Employer, you yeah. know, so... How do you work your balance and what are some tips you give people out there that's struggling trying to get to be an entrepreneurship and have a business and want to work that balance? What would you tell them? Ooh, we. Um, so with me, I try inclusion is the is the number one answer that I could give, right? So my mom works with me, my husband works with me, my daughters, when they're out of school, they they come up and they work with me, my brothers. So it's like a family environment. So everybody is kind of connected in that way. So I'm, okay. I'm still spending time with everybody. And then I try to make time for my kids and my husband as well. But yeah. um, it's all about inclusion and just keeping them included. Yeah, and I agree 100% with that because that's how my mother did it. Like when something, one person was dancing, we were all dancing. You went to my mom's house and she was like, yo, I want to be a dancer. We was doing dance. She said, okay, we're going to get the dance floor going. We're going to put the music on. Everybody line up. We had that kind of family, but it all got that spirit yeah. ran from family. And I, I agree with that 100% because yeah. that inclusion brings you close and you learn yep. lessons while you're having fun at the same time. That exactly. is super, super dope. Let's go ahead and get to the next part of this because I want to talk about, I know you say you opened up your first store and then mm -hmm. you say you had to shut it down. So tell us a little bit about recreation because a lot of entrepreneurs believe that as soon as they get on, mm -hmm. they're going to be on forever. But some people quit and they never bounce back. So where did that yeah. energy come from when you had to shut down your first store and then to come back and do it again? So when I closed down the first store, um, I, I kind of went through like a little brief depression. You know, oh, it was wow. like, yeah, it, it was one of those things that kind of kick you in the stomach because you have this store, you open for three years, everyone sees, okay, you have this thing going on. But then once you abruptly close like that, you worried about what everybody else thinks, right? You're like, damn, what is everybody going to think that I fail? You right, know, right, right, and right. so I had to come to grips with that, right? I had to reevaluate what I wanted to do. I had mm -hmm. to restructure in my mind what I wanted to do. And then right. I just had to think about like, they didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I was 27 years old at the time and I had this big boutique and I did it all by myself. So that was an accomplishment in itself. Right. So that kind of got me through just, you know, thinking about what the big picture was. Yeah, the big picture. And I agree with that. understand like anything that we do, 
we, we don't, you know, especially like with social media and stuff like that, how people just like try to clown everything. It is a yeah. little bit of an issue because I, I went through the same thing, you know, when we, I was telling you about my Shopify stores and when yeah. they like, work out and you put yourself out there and they're like, oh, what happened to your store? You know what I'm saying? It didn't work out, <laughs> you know, things like that. But I, I am yeah. so glad that you continue to do that. And one of the things that I like Thanks. about what you do in your journey that I've been following is that you've mm -hmm. become a, a, a plug for other people and other entrepreneurs. You take them overseas. You put them yeah. in a warehouse. You don't look at it as competition, obviously, because you feel mm -hmm. like we all go where we go. So tell me what, what got you into that mindset to say, look, hey, come with me and I'm going to show you how to do this. Okay. So we, me and um, two of my partners, well, they've been my best friends forever. So we decided to go to China almost 13 years ago. And wow. we went just for us. You know what I'm saying? Like we went, right. we went just to see what we can um what we could create and what we could get. And so right. when we got there, it was a world of a difference from what we've heard, you know, from other people and on the media and the news and all of that, it was totally different. And so right. it was just like one of those things that we fell in love with. And we felt like, man, we need to bring other people over here and introduce them to this, this, this world. You know what I'm saying? Because China is the manufacturing hub of the world. Right. So we decided a few years after we had gone, you know, and kind of like built, you know, filter things out and uh, establish some relationships. We decided to bring other entrepreneurs over and we've been hosting tours now for about 10 years. Uh, 10 years. And so if somebody want to get involved and be a part of the tour, how can they do that? Um, they can go to dreammakerscraftcon.com. We have a tour coming up in October of this year. So we'll oh, wow. be going October the 21st through the 29th and we're booking people now as we speak. Oh, that's super dope. So yeah, and definitely they can also yeah. follow you on Facebook and get information. They can message you on Facebook as well. Yes. And mm -hmm. um, and so when you go on this tour, give 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 kind of a description. I know that they go to the factories and things like yeah. that. What 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 can they expect when they go on a tour with you? So what they can expect is knowledge, right? So China is a whole new world for a lot of people. You got your cultural differences, your language barriers, and so for us, we've been there for so long. We kind of we can get through. We already got through all of that, so we have the relationships. We have already people on the ground waiting for us. So when you go with us, we actually take you to the factory, so you can see the inside, the process behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. You can see everything. Um, you can establish those relationships with those factories yourself. You don't necessarily right. have to have a middle. You cut out the middleman just by going anyway, right? Right. And actually going there, it gives you a better appreciation for the things that you see. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just a fulfilling feeling, you know. Oh, wow, exactly. Yeah. Hey, I think that's a good thing because you know the, the keys always give back, right? It and is. I, I've been in that rapport, you know, what you put out there, you're gonna receive back. And I like I said, I think that's mm -hmm. why the success has been going so well. Then I mean, I'm gonna I'm switch it up a little bit and ask you, what's like what is what's the most what's the what's the best or the highest level of success that you reached that just made you like you were speechless when you got to that point? I know you've been posting a lot mm -hmm. of your sales records, I know that your stores are your store, like the yeah. Essence store, stuff like that, to breaking records. I know that you work with Alibaba. So tell me yep. a little bit about those, some of those peaks and those peaks that you reached during this, this whole journey. Wow. So one of them, I want to say, you just mentioned Alibaba is um, most people know Alibaba as being a Chinese platform, you know, with all Chinese sellers. And I've been traveling with them over the last year or so um, speaking on behalf of Alibaba because I'm probably one of the top U.S. sellers, well, African-American U.S. sellers wow, um, wow. 
five-star seller on Alibaba. So that is a, thank you. Thank you. That's a huge yes. accomplishment. And then to yes. be on stage, like I spoke at, a, at an event in New York, it was about 5,000 people there. So that was huge. Oh, um, wow. just having the support. Yeah. They came out to my store, did an interview. Um, they've been really, really pushing us. Um, so that's helping. We've, you know, gone global just dealing with Alibaba and then to be on Michael's, on michaels.com that's a huge accomplishment yes i remember yeah, yeah. you had to deal with that michaels.com yes yes yeah yeah and then we go ahead. i'll go ahead oh, oh, i was go. gonna say on etsy we're one of the top one percent sellers so we surpassed 1.2 million on etsy oh congratulations yes yeah we're big you. things we're not we're not talking small thing those are big things <laughs> right there. you know what i'm saying and so we since they be talking of money and everybody that's listening and watching is excited about the money let's start yeah. telling the truth about the hard work that it takes oh, to get there. So, you know, the, the peaks and the valleys, because a lot of mm -hmm. times what I see on social media, social media make everything look sexy. Because we post, everything. We, we post the great things and we hold back the little things, you know what I'm saying? You know, yep. so everybody makes mistakes, but they'll never tell anybody, right? But yep. what I like to do in this show is try to give them the truth. So, tell you know, you had to tell somebody the truth and the hard work they had to go into it. What are some of the things you would tell somebody so they can know exactly what it takes? Because you see a lot of people selling books, they're selling seminars, they're saying, hey, yeah. you get rich this month, we're gonna make a hundred thousand dollars this month. And a lot of these scams, I've seen them, I've been I've been some of these <laughs> seminars, and then we know they scams because you cannot negate the work, right? Right. The work okay. has to be there. So what would you tell somebody when they walk with you and say, Hey, I want to do 1.2 million, I'm ready to go now. What would you say to them? <laughs> oh, I would say, um, put on your seatbelt. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna yeah, get yeah. real rocky you know what i'm saying so yeah. um just be in it for the long haul um uh, mm -hmm. don't compare yourself to anybody else you know what i'm saying because social media is the land like you said everybody's glorifying what they're doing everybody's talking about this money they're making they're showing the cars the houses the bags and all of that stuff don't look at that because social media will make you rush yourself okay. so take your time really learn your craft you know what i'm saying learn everything that you need to know about your business um right. find out who your target audience is meet them where they are and just mm -hmm. be, you know like be consistent in what you do consistency mm -hmm. is key you know what i'm saying like for me i feel like um there's a lot of other people doing what i do but right. i stand out because i'm consistent i make sure that i'm offering the best customer service i'm making right. sure that the product quality is superb I'm making sure that I don't skimp on any of the details. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, you really have to just sit down with yourself first and map out a plan, figure yeah. out, you know, what you want to do and be ready to stay in it for the long haul. Yeah, I agree 100 percent. I mean, one of the things that even me and my mother talked about when I was doing my store, um, mm -hmm. I started with bags and and I realized very quickly it blew up. But I was yeah. one person designing, doing the order. Wow. I, I start, then I realized the limitation. A lot of yeah. people want to do really, really fast. You don't have the infrastructure. You ain't planned out. Okay, what mm -hmm. if I get 100 orders, you know, one Saturday? Because we, yeah. we really, you know, Tiny jumped on with us. And once she endorsed it, uh -huh. I, it just went off one night. And I stayed up the whole weekend just to get them out. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, yeah. like, when you plan for that, you got to plan for success and be prepared to fail at some things, too. And yeah. being, that, being that mindset keep going. So I, I agree with you 100%. And the planning part ain't the fun part. You know what I'm saying? You show the fun part, but it ain't the fun part. Yeah. Um, you ever thought about, because of what you do is so custom, mm -hmm. where, where there are limitations when you first start on like the manpower 
You know, have you ever been in a situation where you had so many orders that you just, you know, you, you were overwhelmed with the orders yeah. that were coming in? And how did you defeat that? And how did you get past that that part? So with that part, I had my mom, my sister-in-law. I called in help. <laughs> <laughs> that exactly. Um, y'all better come up here and help me get these orders out. And they came and helped. And uh, now I have a team that's 10 of us. Wow. So that's cool. Yeah. So you already... And I still know that you're expanding because when I saw Tosh from SWV, she actually went to one of your one of your one of your people's store. Tell us a little bit about that situation because you have you got oh people. that's um Ronnie DeVoe actually Ronnie went DeVoe. to I'm sorry, Ronnie DeVoe. That's yeah right. from Blue Edition. Yeah, he yeah. actually went to um one of my biggest customers. She's in St. Louis in the mall. Okay. Um, and so he went to her store and she created him a custom jacket on the spot. And wow. uh, on the jacket, she pretty much used most of our patches. Oh wow. Yeah. Like mine like when i got yeah 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 yeah. cool so i did see that video so let's go into a little bit about the future now that you got alibaba you're doing a tour and everything i know that you're thinking steps ahead because we're playing chess checkers chess not checkers so you gotta Mm -hmm. think ahead what what are your plans uh for the future if you could tell some of them because you know you don't tell all your business but if you can share with the people about what you got coming up next what they can expect from you Wow. Um, well, I'm right now I'm just consistently creating different um, streams of income under this one business. So lately we've been doing patch parties every weekend. We've been, we booked up through June. So that's one of the things um, that we're doing. We're actually expanding our reach and we um, just got in about 10 reps, independent reps uh, to represent patch party club all over the U.S. So that's right. another way that we're expanding. And then um, what else? There's a few other things that I'm working on. Um, let me see. Uh, let me see. I'm thinking about opening up a store number two somewhere. But I'm just right now looking, you know, at the right place. So I might be telling you Atlanta, though. They asked me to come to Atlanta. Be ready. Be ready. I'm all about the modeling. You know what I'm saying? I've been working yeah. out. I am there. I'm giving my services for free. You family, bring it to the A. Bring it to the A. Matter of fact, we need to all that to get to the point. Let's get to the patchpartyclub.com, right? That's the website, right? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And what's the ordering process? Somebody wants a custom jacket. I know with you, I just messaged you, but how can somebody yeah. go to the website? Do they pick out patches? What's the process of placing a custom order? Okay, so the process of placing the custom order, they will go on the website. Um, it's probably best to go on Etsy because that's probably the most up-to-date. As we get new things in, we're updating it on Etsy um, okay. first, and then we get onto the website. So they'll go on there. They'll pick out their patches. They'll send us a message uh, on Etsy or on our website, and they'll mm-hmm. say, hey, I want a custom jacket. Either they can send us their jacket like you do, or yeah. if we have jackets available, they can choose from what we have in stock. And then from there, we just pretty much um, find out what direction they want to go in. Like if they want to tell us how to structure it or if they want to say, just do your thing. I love just doing my thing. So yeah. they give me that, you know, give me that, um, that, <laughs> that go ahead. I'm going to do my thing and, you know, create a masterpiece for them. That's super, super dope. So don't forget yeah. to go, go to Etsy. Go to Etsy first. So obviously the patches are cataloged on there. They can pick out a certain amount of patches, message yep. you and get all going on. How long? What's the what's the step price? I know I get mine very quickly. It takes like maybe a yeah. week. To my stuff. What's the average time? Is that the average time somebody get it? Uh, so right now I have a lot of customs in um, queue. So I would okay. say about three and a half weeks right now. 
three and a half weeks right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, and well, out there, if you're listening and, you, and you're watching us, realize that this is your piece. Like, my jacket is my Yeah. yeah. It ain't going to be nobody else. You know, and it's not going to be like nobody else. She does it all, like the dresses, the hats, all kind of accessories out there. She's doing really, really big things. So, so proud of you. We'll be Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, my mom just jumped in again. She said, yo, she still got your CD. She said, hey, I still got the CD. Uh-huh. Helene said, do you make patches that are geared towards children? Uh, we do. We have some patches um, for kids available uh, on our Etsy. Or if you want to just shoot me a message on Etsy um, about something specific, I'll let you know if we have that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. And then, I yeah, said, my mom was looking for Hey, we were looking for that CD. I was going to pop that CD. I should have Googled she. I that think Candy I gave me that CD, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, you yeah. Know, while we just chit-chatting in between more before we go into some entertainment news, you were also in the movies. Oh, yeah, yes. Actress. Yeah, yes. actress. Tell us about the movie, because it was a big movie, man. Tell us, tell us about your movie career. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I started off doing um, acting here in Chicago. I was about 14. But one of the things that I did um, that a lot of people know of is Barbershop. I played Samir's wife in the movie Barbershop 1. Right, right. So we yeah. had a cube and everything. I mean, that's that was that was popping, right? Yeah, it, I, Ice Cube was so different than what I imagined, you know, because you're thinking NWA, Ice Cube, hardcore rapper, but he was yeah. such a different person. Very humble, yeah. uh, just like in his craft and everything. Really, really nice. Real cool guy. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I see that, and I want to talk about that because all of the things that you mentioned, all the things that you got got going on, it gears towards mindset, right? It mm-hmm. gears towards the mindset of I got to go out here and get it. There's no excuses. Yeah. It's happened, yeah. you know. And I'm not. I, I, I didn't get a chance. I, maybe I should have sent you some of these questions. I'm putting you on the spot with a lot of these questions, but <laughs> but I like to keep it natural. You know, I like to keep it real. You know, natural and hundred percent. Let's talk yeah. about mindset traits. Okay, what are the mindset traits that you develop that you say carried you through this whole journey that you've been on through everything, through the music career, through the acting, through the entrepreneurship, what mindset traits, like characteristics that you know that you had, that you possessed that brought you to this journey? Ooh, uh, faith is number one. Number one. Okay. Faith is that? number one. Cause if you don't have faith, oh my God. Um, yeah. And just believing and knowing that God wouldn't put you somewhere that you're not supposed to be. Right. right. A lot of times we think that like when, when, with me, like with the store, I felt like, man, like, why would he put me through this to take, you know, to leave me here? But he didn't leave me there. You know what I'm saying? So I was able to go on to something else. And I had a different mindset when I went on to that something else. It's wow. like, it's always a method to the madness. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. always a method to the madness, you know? And so when I look at it, I'm just like, even now, you know, like patches, I never thought that patches would be the thing to make me successful, right? This liberty right. thing. <laughs> Um, with after all the stuff that I did in my my career, you know, with everything else, I'm like patches, but <laughs> I'm seeing that it's transcending across all you know all color lines. Right. Every you know, I'm touching people from every demographic, and it's yeah. kind of crazy because I'm seeing you know like the joy, the happiness, and just all the good things that's coming from it. So I'm like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, operating in your gear, operating in your yeah. gear. Okay, cool. That's one hundred percent. Look, let's, let's, what we're we gonna do now? I'm gonna come back in a minute. I'm you hanging out with us. We got Toya yeah. Martin in the Patch Party Club. 
Yo, Dre, man, let's go ahead and get into some entertainment news, and then we're going to get into an email, but I wanted to get your opinion on this email, because this email is crazy, and then we're going to come back and close everything out. So, Dre, okay. let's do it. don't forget, like, subscribe, and share. And, Dre, you got the music bed, right? We're trying to jump into some entertainment news. Let's talk about it, man. Let's go. <laughs> and don't forget, hit us up, info at dirtdogshow.com. The website is almost ready, dirtdogshow.com. And we're going to hook that up, and it's going to be coming out, so get ready for that. And don't forget, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, and also Amazon Music as well. You're doing it real big. You can subscribe to us. You can check out the show. And, of course, on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 9 p.m. And also, we, we put the show back out there again on all of our feeds. You can check it out and do it there as well. So let's go ahead and get to some entertainment news. <laughs> all right, first, man, Alicia Keys is out on tour right now. Alicia Keys invites Ralph Yall to the Kansas show. Now, if you don't know who Ralph Yall is, Ralph Yall is a young man that was shot. He was actually looking for his brothers and he walked into the wrong house. He knocked on the door and the older man opened the door and shot him. He was in critical condition. Of course, he was, it was an honest mistake and um, he was uh, in critical condition. They didn't know if he was going to make it. He actually has a miraculous healing right now. Of course, the case is still going on. They have um, put charges on, a, um, on an older man that did shoot him. Of course, this looks racially motivated. And they're trying to figure everything out. But he's a young high school student, straight A student, uh, Toya. And also, um, he's played in a, he played playing instruments. He was in a band and everything like that. But she brought him out, brought him on stage, brought him on a tour. A big kudos to Alicia Keys are doing that thing, you know, because I mean, even speaking on today, I'm going to add to that today. We had a, a live shooting in, in Atlanta, right here in downtown Atlanta. At the oh, wow. hospital, Northside Hospital, we had an active shooter. A lot of violence going on in the country right now. So we just happy that this young man is safe, and I really want to give a big mm -hmm. shout out and give some roses out for Alicia Keys for bringing him on stage. That's amazing. Because I mean, could you really imagine the kind of mental trauma that comes from being from that happening to somebody, especially at such a young age? You know, mm -hmm. young age. So that's what it is. Oh, one time for Helena Coleman, she said, "She, oh, that's it. She was trying to figure out where she knew your face from, and she knew you from barber shop." Oh. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go on to the next story, right quick. What we got, Dre? <laughs> Next up, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. I'm not, not Jamie. You Big prayers going out for Jamie Foxx. He's still hospitalized right now. They they were saying that, you know, two, two or three days after that, he was speaking, the family was laughing, and everything was all good. But now we're three weeks into it. It has been um you know put out into the news that it was a stroke. Um and he's still hospitalized. Now, with that being said, he's supposed to be filming a new season of Shazam. I don't, you know, beat Shazam, this game show that he does with his daughter. Well, now they've tapped in to have Nick Cannon. He's taking all the jobs on uh, the fill in for him. On the, for Nick Cannon, how many shows can this guy do? But they are. Saying he's but, but is he just filling in? But he's not taking the. He's not taking Jamie Foxx's position though. They're just no, until yeah, Jamie. They're saying to fill in. They still are mm. hopeful. They say he is talking. He is doing things. But let's be honest. It's going to take some rehab and some recovery. You know, they had to get a stand in oh, movie because he had like eight days left on the movie with Cameron Diaz. He was coming in Atlanta and they had to take mm. it to put a stun double in. The guy looks like him, so they probably just going to have him do a couple of lines and they're going to be done with it. The prayers go out of Jamie Foxx. I was just yes, trying to talk yeah. yeah. to Because this guy, he's one of my one of the good ones, man. You don't he hear. Is. Yes. Like, you don't hear anything. I mean, like, I, I don't wish, I don't wish a stroke on anybody, but mm -hmm. man, it, this happened to the, who I think might be the nicest yeah. guy. All I've heard is good stuff about yeah. Jamie Foxx, how he yeah. helped a lot of people. And, yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. 
Blame it on the alcohol, man. That was my joint back in my day. Blame it on the alcohol. That's how I used to get down. <laughs> but man, prayers oh, up on the field. Yeah, prayers up Jamie Foxx. Yeah. So yeah, time, we hope they get better. You know, that's our Ray Charles. That's really what that's really one of our iconic actors in our Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, who we got coming up next, Jay? We got Dwayne Wade. Yeah. This was he was tragic, over his man. daughter, uh, Zaya. Uh, of course, she, you know, she transitioned uh over to a, a female as well. And he was at mm-hmm. the game and they booed him. He's been getting a lot of backlash. He also made a lot of statements about moving out of Florida because of the laws that are being put in place by Governor DeSantis that are, are really homophobic, homo, homophobic laws and against transgender um, individuals. So Dwayne Wade has been a lot of flack about that. You know, personally to me, I know that as a father, if I was in that situation, look, all you could do was love your kids mm-hmm. through that through that situation. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to. That's a whole other show to get deep into how I feel about the, you know transgender. You know the, the the pronouns that we have to have now. You know, job mm-hmm. application or you a he? Do you go by he, she, or they? I don't know what the day is. I ain't get that far to it yet. But let me ask you about that because I know supporting your daughter through the bullying and things like that. Because I'm pretty sure that Dwayne Wade had to have the conversations with his daughter about transitioning and going through that as well. So when you was going through that with your daughter, what were the kind of conversations you were having about the bullying and the heckling and things like that? So the first thing um, that we tried to instill in her that she was beautiful, right? We just tried to restore her confidence and just make sure that she knew that she was loved by me, her dad, my entire family, you know, our whole circle was just trying to like instill the love in her and just let her know that um, no matter what nobody thinks, that Mm -hmm. she was unique and that she was uh, one of a kind and and she was loved by us and she was still beautiful, so. Exactly. That's that. That's how Lizzo, that's how Lizzo do it. Lizzo don't care. Lizzo will jump on the stage with a thong on. Oh, playing yeah. the <laughs> you yeah. just been over at the Lakers game. Just, just all, just all been over. They couldn't put on a jumbo thong. They had to, they had to cut it off. <laughs> but I love that confidence is everything. Look, yeah, confidence. I went through it. You know what I'm saying? I'll be honest with you, man. I went through a lot of that, especially because I've lost a lot of weight. When I was very mm-hmm. big, I went through that myself, and I understand that. Not with the bullying thing, but as much as mm-hmm. like secure and being comfortable in your skin. The yep. most thing. Now, look, we got to do some hood news right quick. Jay, what's the last story we're going to talk hood about? Hood news. This is hood news. This is hood. First of all, everybody on the Met Gala was this week. This is the gala where everybody is all about the fashion, right? Uh, it's, it's about charity. I really don't know what they do inside the Met Gala, but everybody was talking about how Rihanna was fashionably late, of course, because she's going to do her thing regardless. And her baby daddy, her man, they're not married yet, but I'm pretty sure they're going to get married. ASAP Rocky. He was denied entry into the Met Gala. So what did he do? He decides to jump the fence. Oh, that, wow. that right there made my night. Because that means you can take him out the hood, you can take him to the Met Gala, but if I ain't getting in, shot, I'm coming in anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was talking about. So big shout out to wow. ASAP Rocky doing his thing at the Met Gala. But... <laughs> Well, and, and what's well, you know what's important here is that you know, like you said, the Met Gala is about fashion, right? Yeah. You're supposed uh-huh. to, you know, and it's about eccentric fashion. You just don't show up in a three piece suit. It's about being seen, and he just showed up in a jumpsuit, right? Oh <laughs> just wow! Like did he was they going let to the stay? mall. Did they you let know him stay? I, don't, I, don't, I'm I know. Old. I think they <laughs> still they still kicked him out, but oh, hey. Wow. You know what? What are we talking about today, though? Right? We're <laughs> we're not talking about the gala. We're talking about ASAP Rocky. Somebody said Rocky. You can't have it. That picture of him jumping the jumping the fence. Right. 
I want that on a t-shirt. I want that on a t-shirt. I'm coming in anyway. The very next time I'm going into anywhere, I'm jumping the barricade just for the hell of it. <laughs> I know, I, hey, look, before we go any further, that's entertainment news. I got to get to our emails. We take all of our emails and we read the emails out and we give you advice. You can hit us up, info at dirtdogshow.com. Info at dirtdogshow.com. Got an email. Yo, let's go ahead and get through the Toya. I want, the, I want your advice on this. So your lady hit us up. She said, look, I'm dating a guy who earns a good income and a, he's a business consultant. He drives a BMW 5 and he owns a luxury condo in a desirable part of town. I am a general manager at a well-known retail store. My salary is decent. I get by just fine. My problem is I spend more money on him than he spends on me. I pick up the check for meals, sometimes to keep it fair. I always pay for parking when we go out because he usually drives. I pay for gas for a weekend trip we recently took, a trip in which he had paid for everything else. I am constantly buying him spontaneous gifts to show him how much I like him. He loves watches. I recently bought a watch for him that cost me four months salary. Mm-mm. Other than meals and entertainment, he doesn't buy me anything or spend money on me at all. To be clear, he has never asked me to pay for anything. He always says thank you when I do. I prefer my relationship to be 50-50. I feel like he only spends money, but he's also getting something from it. I can't stress how much I like this guy. I don't want to mess this up by making something small to something big. Should I let it go or find a way to talk about him, to talk about, to talk with him about it? I would love your perspective on this. Brianna. Brianna, 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 Brianna. My sister. <laughs> I'm about to go Farrakhan. I'm going to start with you, so I'm going to let you have it. I'll tell you what you got. Oh, my goodness. I see a lot of uh, lopsidedness in there. Is There's no balance, like... First of all, Brianna, I'm sorry, girl, but I'm gonna tell you, get somebody else to do it. No, but um, <laughs> no, you putting out too much, and he's not reciprocating. Uh, uh-uh, uh, that sounds like to me a selfish guy, right? Yeah. And in the end, it sounds like you might be left holding the bag. You know what I'm saying? You are gonna get the short end of the stick. Almost, so, yeah. Look, man, look, my look. I'm going to tell you straight up. I made a lot of mistakes in my day. Like, obviously, I'm, that's why I'm single and divorced, right? I made a lot of mistakes before. And I used to, like, spend money like I didn't have because I felt like I had to, like, show out and try to keep up images and stuff like that. Number one, don't ever start something you can't keep up. Mm-hmm. I bet, you know, right now, if I met somebody and we're going out, we're going to get some coffee first. I just want to see if I could be around you. You know what I'm saying? I'll drop some Starbucks. You know, we'll, do, we'll go do that. But I ain't going to just jump off. And he's like buying you jewelry, doing things like that. I think that's a bad setup. I think you set yourself up for failure. Just look, let me tell you something. That yeah. right there sounds like, what's that movie called? Good. They say you got to be equally yoked. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Don't you sound know, like, like it. You know, and I'll be honest, it sounded a little bit like, you can correct me on this. Like, she might like him a lot because he's successful. Do you really like him? Do y'all really have a good time together? Do you like this guy? Because mm-hmm. one of the things that, that I learned in my dating career, I, had, I used to go after the girls that were fine as I don't know what, right? They look good. Then when we sit down and watch a movie, we just can't be together because without her, us 
having sex or something like that. We had nothing. We didn't talk about anything. We didn't do anything. What I what what, what I'm gonna do when she gains some weight? Or when she don't look the same, we go 20 years down the road. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I don't hear in her in her tone in that dating life that there's any substance. That sound mm-hmm. like I don't know how old she is. That sound like stuff we used to do when we was in college, right? You mm-hmm. finally got a nice car, nice that you know everything like that. You hang out with mm-hmm. them. It ain't no substance, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. You don't spend no month salary on, on nobody. Four months. She said four months. Four months, Charlotte. What kind of watch was that? Right. I hope, I hope <laughs> if I have a Rolex. I hope it wasn't <laughs> a Four months salary, you bought a, uh, an Invicta. Girl, you need to get another job. You gotta get. You gotta step your game up. You mean, but but all I'm saying is, I just I just say like, look, man. First of all, first and foremost, I if it was me. And somebody, and I knew her situation, this is me being real right now. And I knew her situation and she bought me something that I knew was way out of her rim like that. I, I honestly, I, I think that would be nice. I wouldn't accept mm-hmm. it or I would do something in return that, that I don't want to put her out there like that. Mm-hmm. I would feel, if I didn't feel that way about it, I would feel hella guilty for her bringing me a, a Rolex. Just say it was a Rolex or something like that. She spent like five or $6,000, $10,000 on a watch that she don't really Ooh. have. I will actually just like, look, I can't accept this because I know your situation. Now we're gonna have a real talk about where we at. Because number one, I'll be honest with you, I don't, I wouldn't even want to be with a woman that irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying, Dre? Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna try, like, I'm you- gonna be, I'm a devil's advocate, right? I'm gonna take the other side of this, right? <laughs> Is it? It's also possible that her displaying this non-selfish act, right? is a turn on for him. Like maybe in this, because look, he's spending his time, like he's choosing to spend time with her too. He, She mentioned, you know, they, they're going on weekend trips. They're going out. He's spending a lot of time with her. So it might be that he likes the idea that here's this woman that may not have as much as he does, but, but is willing to spend it on him. Like maybe he's seeing 50-50 too. Uh, you, you get what I'm saying, man? Like, like he did nothing but gas the car a little bit. Look, he went on the trip. You know, he got the booty, right? Because every time you go on the trip, there's gonna be some love involved. You know, you know, it's a hundred mile rule, right? It's a hundred mile rule, right? Like, you know, well, I'm sorry. yeah. Uh, educate me. What's the what's the hundred? Y'all don't know the hundred mile rule? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Look, all right, let me let me this very very clear. If we, if you go on a trip with me, if it involves a flight. <laughs> or driving over 100 miles, mm-hmm. we doing it. Okay, that, if that flight is spirit, does it still count? Oh, babe, I don't do spirit. Do I look like I do coach? I mean, I mean spirit, spirit nah, I coach, coach or anything. I did spirit before but, I did. You know, leave me out. That ain't what I said. I said if it's 100 miles of wow, okay. Uh-huh. You look, look, look I'll I give you a perfect example. St. Patrick's Day in Savannah's a big deal, right? I was going out with this girl. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know the miles from from Atlanta to Savannah was about 280 miles. So you so looking I at the speed woman and everything. You... I know, yeah, because look, man, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a transparent guy. You know what I'm saying? I booked the room. It's one bed in the room. We ain't doing no double queens. King, okay? You know what I'm saying? And we're going to go have a good time. Now, this particular time, she gets down there and she's like, you know, I, I appreciate you being such a gentleman. You're such a nice guy. I'm like, yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. And I came out, when I took my shower, I came out in the road. That was it. I'm the kind of guy that comes out the bathroom, 
in a row because it's, we talked about this. And I look, I've been waiting on this for a long time. I know that sounds so bad. I feel bad. I, in I, why why do I feel like we're gonna get canceled before we get started? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, look, you ain't one. Not you're married, woman. So I know you with Uh huh. Weekend trips that involve some kind of love making. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, when you take a weekend trip with somebody, y'all, you getting flued out. Now the city girls will say you getting flued out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Look, if I fly you to Miami, you go to it Miami. Depends. It depends on, on who he is. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like if you just dating, it ain't well, no I mean, obligation. You know what I'm saying? Out, this girl stressed that she liked him a lot. Like, so like, yeah. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Dirty. She's not liking him that much and buying watches and you know not sleeping with him. But I guess yeah, true, that true. that's neither here nor there. The question mm -hmm. is, is she being used? Hell yeah. Yeah, I think she gonna end up with the short end of the stick. I think she yeah, gonna be yeah. like mad. She probably gonna go crazy. Well, especially if he doesn't choose her. Yeah, if he doesn't choose her in the she end, yeah, that. yeah, she's. she's you know, I want to say this, and this is all honesty. I've yeah. been on both sides. I've, I've been a user. I've been a dog. And I've been in love, right? Mm -hmm. And I've and I been crazy about some girls. The girls I was crazy about, I just did for. Mm -hmm. It was natural. Actually, the girls I was crazy about, I just naturally committed. Like I, I once, I, I just woke up and was like, okay, I'm not messing with these girls no more. I got her. I've done that multiple times. Now the ones that was like, I had a girl every time she came to my house, she brought me Bath and Body Works. You know what I'm saying? She knew I like um, clothes. She'll buy me like I, I was just in the mall. I went by Express. No, he went straight to Express and brought me a shirt. You know, you stopped by here and got that. She always came with gifts. But I, what we was just cool. I, I appreciate the gift. What she said in the letter, she said tell me thank you i said thank you a lot of times that don't mean i love you you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying yeah cool to take a trip i'm gonna knock you off and you're gonna pay for the gas and you're gonna, gonna get the dinner because i drove all i gotta do is drive make yourself a little bit hard to get baby yeah Dude. most definitely I mean, well, you're making it too easy man because let me tell you something men don't respect easy women think that they do they won't hold yeah. men don't want that amanda dre do you respect easy no, who? No one respects easy, but I don't know if this girl is being easy. You know, I, I'm not really sure, right? I mean, if 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 in her head she's doing 50 50 I'm not I'm not gonna put that. Like, I'm not gonna charge her with being easy. You get what I'm saying? Because she she's trying to she. And look, you guys could be absolutely right. In the end, he might be deuces, right? Hey, it was yeah. fun. That weekend was fun. You've been fun. Thank you for the watch, but right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to... you know, you know, in all honesty, and I, I said this, I said this to a friend of mine earlier this week. I'm really turned off by needy women. That's like she comes across as a needy person because she does. It's gonna be like I Rhea did all this. Does. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like a guilty thing. Like I would feel guilty for her doing that. And I know you, you work at Crystal. That ain't mm -hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you, if you work at Rainbow, and then you turn around, and you brought me. You know what I'm saying? A high a high-end watch, and that's four months of your salary. Right. You paid your rent, girl. You can't live here. You get a big <laughs> You know, because what's gonna happen in my mind, she's gonna hit me up in the Monday house and say, look, man, I need someone to light bill, or hey, yeah. you know, you know, somewhere to stay. Yeah, because to me that's irresponsible. In that, in that uh in that condo that she mentioned that's on the good side of town. <laughs> yeah, obviously, and you know, that this is how I read that. 
she talking about he on the good side of town, she on the bad side of town. Yeah, I thought uh -huh. about that too. But she made a very good distinction about where he lived, and she don't live down yeah. the street, obviously. Yeah. And they always taking his car because she mentioned the car first. Uh -huh. so her car probably ain't, you know, she probably got a regular car. She, like she kept saying, I'm doing good getting by. First of all, they just not on the same equal page, right? Uh -uh. You know what I'm saying? I think he just knocking her off and she cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's taking a I mean, come on, man. Let's be real, man. I mean, we don't date backwards, right? Right. I just wish I knew how old they, how old they were. Because, look, I'm 40 yeah. right now. And I'm like, Shawty, you ain't. Look, I, I mean, I mean, look, man, I got a whole lot of rules. I don't even want to start with my rules, but Shawty. Number <laughs> Shawty. Shawty. Look, Shawty. Shawty. Uh-uh. That's, that's the first That's the first thing I asked at the coffee shop. Uh-huh. What, what, what career are you in? What are you doing? Mm -hmm. If you let somebody talk long enough, they're going to tell you everything you need to know. That's what coffee do. I just let them go. And I make a decision in a car. Are we going to ghost or we going to host? Make a decision. Are we going to ghost or we going to host? I'm going to host you or I'm going to ghost you. But I didn't hear it go. You just had to make a decision. You just made me want to be single just so I can use that that phrase. Ghost. Are we going to ghost or we going to host? That's the question. That's, that's a patch. That is a patch. That's a patch. You don't make my patch. I want, I want, no, my I patch. want that patch. Are we going to go? Are we going to go? I'm going to www.patchclub.com right. right now. Right. Yeah, we're going to answer right now. All right, man. Well, that's what we got for that, man. Let's go ahead and move on real quick. Hey, Troy, before we close things out tonight, first of all, thank you so much for taking the time out your night thank to stop you. and hang thank out you with guys. us. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man. We, I, I really enjoyed it. So before we yeah. go, let's just reiterate one more time about yeah. how they can get in contact with you and, and everything like that and get hooked okay. up with the tools and everything like that. Give them the rundown for me, Toya. What we got? All right. So it's patchpartyclub.com, Patch Party Club on Facebook, Patch Party Club on Instagram, Patch Party Club on TikTok. You can reach me on every platform. I'm available. Come on, y'all, and get the let me hook you up. That's patches. right. Hey, and yeah. Rihanna, it, it, on the email, we're gonna reply back to your email. And we're gonna get you a, a, a patch party jacket. And the first oh, patch you doing, it, are you gonna ghost? Are you gonna host? And then, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, you know what? I want to sponsor that and then get her a Rolex watch patch. Remind her never to do that ish again. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Get a Rolex watch patch. Put a BMW patch on there. Put a gas oh, patch on the back. We be reminded next time she decides she's gonna go out there and put herself out there and spend all four months up. You know what? Also put a full bankroll each month of the salary. I'm gonna I'm designing oh, the jacket right now. Four bankrolls, four months <laughs> of salary she done put out there and did it like that. And then on the back of the jacket and big circle put never again. Brianna, <laughs> sister, I, I'm praying for you. Good luck, Brianna. Good luck, Brianna. <laughs> yeah, I, tried, yeah, I tried to help you, Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> they'll never write to us again, Dre. They'll, they'll never send us emails again because we just every week we're doing people that so dirty. One, you know what I'm saying? It was. <laughs> I want to say so. Congratulations to your daughter. Tell her I said what's up. She went Thank to the Thank you prom so much. I sure will. Yes. Yeah. So, so this, is the junior prom? No, senior. She's graduating. Where to go? So is she? Yes. Is she going to go into the college or she's going to do like the thing? She's going to work. So she committed to DePaul University. She's staying oh. here in Chicago. So yes, See, I'm happy all, about that. All them kids that are making fun, all them, yes. all them dudes that was laughing, they're gonna be like, uh -huh. "Woo!" 
You probably have that. You know what I'm talking about, Jay? I was lame yeah. in high school. I was so lame in high school. Wagon right now, baby. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not going to ghost. I'm going to You know what, Dirk? That's a show right there. What? Well, it is a show. That means about. Hey, everybody that bullies in high school, where the, are they right Are they now? now? Oh, yeah. Right. Man, please. Okay. I got bullies, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I, man, I was such a square. I was such a square. I, I was such a square. But I tell you what, though, as soon as I hit the end, that Facebook blew up. Ooh, look at you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. How did you do it? Uh -huh. Oh man, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't bat chat, baby. Where were you working at now? You do what? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yes, I'm petty sometimes. All right, time to get up out of here. Look, info at dirtdogshow.com. We had a great show tonight, and yes, look, the internet stayed up. The internet worked. Dre the whole show. The whole show. Can you believe Won't, it? Won't he do it? Won't he yes. do it? I want to thank you guys for having me. And I appreciate it. It was a great show. Yeah, Have thank fun. you. Answer your questions. It was, yeah. I really enjoyed it. All right, man. So, time. look, as we want our pattern, are you going to ghost? Are you going to host? And we're going to do yes. from Brianna, man. You know what I'm saying? Because she's been a good sport, man. I just pray for you, sister. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, know, you got to be equally yoked. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying to go out there and find you a broke man. But don't just don't just think because he got everything that he's better than you, number one, because you mm -hmm. are special. Don't ever like doubt yourself. Be comfortable in your skin and realize that you got something he wants. And women got all the power. Look, you can tell a lot about a man by the woman he chooses. You can tell a lot about a man by how he treats a woman, how he treats his mother, and how he treats his sister. If he ain't treating you right, a man that really wants you to step up to the plate and make sure that you're taken care of. And right now, he ain't taking care of you. So that's the real talk. I like to crack a lot of jokes. I don't know what you look like. It don't matter what you look like. It matters what you got on the inside. So just to be strong, find you a real man that will put his own damn gas in his BMW and to take his own damn dinner. You know what I'm saying? And then you go on trips. He's gonna open that door for you. He probably ain't open up the door. She probably getting the BMW by herself. That's you crazy. Open, hey, you open up doors? Yeah, yeah, open up doors, man. Oh wow. I open doors, man. And you know what I'm saying? I never I hope my wife don't see this show. Why do you know the door? Sorry, your man, your husband open up doors, don't he? He used to. I mean, I open up my own doors now. I got my own car. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, if we if we going out, yeah, he opened up the doors. But yeah, like oh, I don't my mom and my dad like my mom and my dad still flirt, bro. I was there last Saturday, man. They have beautiful couples. They they lay on the couch together, all hugged up watching movies. You know what I'm saying? He cut my mama fruit up or oh, wow. a pineapple. He oh, still so doing it. That's what I'm gonna be doing. I'm about That's that. Good. I, I am highly romantical. Uh, romantical. <laughs> hey, we out of here. Look, check out for the replay. We'll check out next week. Great dog show. We out. <laughs> Thank y'all. Bye. <laughs>